Welcome to the Lindsay and Tony podcast, where we talk about spirituality, business, and life experiences. In this podcast, we're bringing our private conversations to you. We believe that it's through discussion, action, and reflection that true change occurs. Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode 154, Your Mind and Body Need Time to Recover. In this episode, we talk about how your emotional health, your physical health, your overall mindset, for that to stay as impactful and as highly effective as possible, you need to have space and time to recover. But how much space and time do you need? What will fit your specific lifestyle and your specific personality so that way you show up fresh, recharged, and centered whenever you're working, whenever you're in your business, around your kids, or whatever responsibilities that you have. I hope everybody enjoys the show. Hi guys, welcome back. We're so excited that you're here. You can see today's episode is back in Tampa, Florida. We've been traveling for a few months being with family in Missouri and in Massachusetts. And today's episode is all about your mind and body need time to recover. Yes, both your mind and your body. So most of us know about exercise and how you want to give your muscles time to rejuvenate, right? If you wear down your muscles when you're sleeping and the time that you're not actually putting work into them, that's when they're recovering, repairing, and doing all of the things they do at the cellular level. And the same thing goes for your mind. And not only just for like, like you said, we came back from a two month road trip, Mm -hmm. not only recovering from things like that, but even on a day to day basis in between everything that you do. And we'll get more into that as the episode goes on. Yeah. And I, it's funny because when I do things, I, even when it comes down to mediumship readings at the very beginning, I was doing things very quickly, like, cause a lot of mediums are watching this. So sometimes you can speed through your mediumship readings when you're getting information. And I've done the same thing in my personal life where when I want to get something done, I'd rather get it done quickly so I actually get it done. And then there's other times where I procrastinate and kind of put it off. But if you leave time to have those breaks in between, it ends up being perfectly aligned so that you have the energy to do both. Exactly, so what is the right answer for you watching this or listening to this? See, Lindsay and I, we can't tell you exactly what to do for you. You're going to have to experiment with us with this. So like Lindsay was saying, it's like when you're speeding, trying to get things done, because yeah. that's how I work too. It's like when we have a project or a goal we're doing, mm-hmm. I'm like, let's go, 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 go. And sometimes it's a little too much for Lindsay. And then sometimes yeah. she's on that pace as well. And that's irrelevant. It's really after you're doing what you're doing, you're reflecting and you're thinking, did that work as efficient or as impactful as it could be was I as effective as I could be with that or could I adjust it and I feel like no matter what you do no matter how good you get at something you could always look at it and figure out a way to adjust and that's what this episode's all about is really deep reflecting on your life and figuring out are you giving your time are you giving yourself enough time to recover so that you you can be as impactful as you can whenever you show up on your readings or Um, You show up at your job or your business, whatever you're doing as a mom, as a parent, whatever you're doing, are you being as impactful as you can be? Is your energy 
as powerful as it can be? Is it recharged? Mm -hmm. And I feel like sometimes you don't even know that you're not recharged until you get drained. And that's usually when I found out when I was drained was, or when I wasn't recharged enough was when I kind of came out of my day, like what just happened? Like how many things did I do? And did I get outside? And usually Romeo will tell me if I need to get outside because he'll try to get me to take him out there. And I feel like having him as a pet has actually helped me when we first got him. Because at that point, I think I was, I was definitely doing my business at that point, but I had to take him out during the day. And I'm like, I'm in the middle of doing something and he's, you know, pulling on me, trying to get me to take him outside. You had just started your business like previous, like within the last year or two yeah, before like that. So you were really probably. building a lot and putting a lot of time and energy into oh, yeah. it, I remember. A lot of energy. So and he's picking up on that like, wait, you're- Yeah, you're, he's you like, it's time go. to go outside. <laughs> so he helped me with that. And I feel like doing the readings that I do in between working with people, you definitely need to reboot your energy before you go to the next reading. So getting outside in between those readings is really important too. Right, so you brought up a good point. You're like, wait, so how do I know? Like, what, what is it like whenever mm -hmm. I'm not giving myself enough time to recover emotionally? Well, you probably will feel how I felt after we came back from our two-month road trip. I felt out of my body. Um, at times, I felt like my emotions were like all over the place. I felt ungrounded. I felt like I needed a lot of fresh air, a lot of nature, yeah. um, because I know what it's like to feel centered. When I feel centered, I feel like my energy's flowing. Um, when I'm communicating with people, it's so easy for me to stay focused. When I'm reading, it's way easier for me to stay focused. When I'm not allowing myself to recover and I, I push myself a little too much is whenever I'll start to read or I'll start to listen to my videos or even when I'm doing my one-on-one -on -one calls, and you'll just feel like like right when you're doing a reading, like you know when you're on 110% on the reading and you know when, whoa, my energy is a little messed up. I might still be on on my call, on my reading, but my energy is not where it needs to be. And I think that's the biggest thing to do is like that self-awareness. Mm -hmm. Like you're asking like, like, wait, how, what was I doing? Like you were asking when Romeo was um, triggering you to go outside yeah. you're like you're reflecting like wait have I been outside no I haven't been outside in nature and if you think about that whenever you are off whenever you are feeling drained if you just stop and ask yourself wait what have my habits been been like the last week the the last month the last day um, how much nature time do I have how has my nutrition looked how has my thinking been? Have I have I been really stressed out about a project or about a certain situation in my life and you're asking all these different questions. And when you ask yourself a question, your soul starts to give you the answer. Spirit starts to give you the answer. So I think that's a powerful process here is asking yourself these questions on a daily basis. Yeah, and I kept getting the other day how important it was for me to start journaling again because I have like, I don't know how many journals. I've started journals over the years ever since I was little, probably in elementary school actually definitely in elementary school in second grade i had one um but all the way up until recently i had one but i would start them and then not fall through and stay consistent with it so the other day i got a message that it was time for me to get a journal again and i just got a brand new journal that i feel really good in writing in with a nice pen and just get my thoughts on paper because there's so much happening in the world right now for everyone so it's very easy to kind of like 
you know, zone in on what you're doing. Yes, that's very important. But at the same time, there's a lot of noise around us. So it's important to take that time to write, to get clear on how you're feeling when you first wake up. Exactly. So that's what your intuition so, was telling you to do. Like, yeah. hey, Lindsay, it's time to write. It's time to that's what to do this. Because there's always going to be chaos going on in the world, no matter what. It's just, it seems like that's how it's always going to be. That's how it's always been. And it reminds me of like Olympic athletes. Like they train, train, train for years at a time and to do one event. And I've heard often that they take off up to three months per year to recover from all of that wear and tear on their body. Mm -hmm. Their lifestyle, their personalities, how they're, what they're doing is so unique. Matthew McConaughey, I heard him talk about how he takes off, I believe it's a month or two months every single year. And he'll go to an island or he'll go to a random place where most likely the people won't know who he is. And he'll just like hike through the jungles and do it all, do all of that. And he says he does that to ground himself, yeah. to humble himself, to become like a human again, to where he's not Matthew McConaughey. And because um, he talks about how it's like what you were saying, it's easy to get lost in, in the world because the world has so much to offer. It has so many different pitfalls. Um, it has so much positive energy. It has so much negative energy. And no matter how spiritual you are, it's easy to get caught up in either side. And I think through deep reflection and through bringing your self-awareness up and through asking yourself, what is my lifestyle like? Like Matthew McConaughey, his lifestyle is crazy. That's what he's talking about. He's always on the go. He's always doing different projects. So he requires a different way to slow down and recover. What do you require? How, what helps you recover? And like I keep repeating in this episode, you only know through experimentation, you know, like Lindsay and I, We've been traveling, it seems nonstop for 10 years straight, since I moved to Tampa back in 2011. And you were doing it before then. And I realized once I started to travel more often and I started to um, spend different amounts of t like extended periods of time in St. Louis and in Boston, and when we're doing that obviously, we're, we're trying to see people that we don't get to see while we're, while we're living in Tampa. I start to realize like, whoa, my uh, self-care regimen is not working. Mm -hmm. And I'm drained all of the time as we're traveling. So like over the last 10 years, I've gotten better and better and better at having recharged energy. Like I told you all, I'm still recovering and we got back a couple weeks ago from our road trip. But I will say if I compare this year, compared to last year, compared to five years ago, eight years ago, oh my God, I'm, I'm at like level nine out of 10 compared to five, six years ago, I'd be level two out of yeah. 10 on self-care and allowing my energy to recover. And the only reason why I got better was through self-awareness, reflection. It wasn't just listening to a book and okay, I'm gonna do what they said because that works. So yeah, some of that, some of it was that, some of it was intuition. Yeah, and the people listening, that you might not have that lifestyle. Like that might not be your thing, but you could at least get clear. I would write out your schedule actually. Mm -hmm every day what are you doing because i found myself since i got back i'm like oh my gosh it's so good to be back in our own space but i found myself going into the old habits of what i would have done before our trip and i feel like so much has changed since our trip because each time we go away and come back there's a shift that takes place within both of us just like when we do retreats too you know when we're doing the retreats we're putting in a lot of time energetic um like just a push of energy that goes out into that retreat way before it, during, and then after we feel it. Mm -hmm. So when that takes place, we have to set things up for ourselves. 
you know, when we come back, we really do have to do that, like have a day where we're not doing anything, give us ourselves time. Even the day after the retreat. Yeah, that's we always, what I mean. Yeah, exactly. We always plan like an extra stay, extra yeah. day or two to where we could just ground and recover oh, yeah. from all, like you said, it's all that energy even before the retreat starts. It's like, it reminds me of like a rocket going off. It takes off all, it yeah. takes all this energy and then it takes off. And it's like, that's how the retreat. And then as you come down the last day of the retreat, it's like you're landing and it's like, reminds me of coming off this road trip. It's like you're landing and all this energy is just powerful. You feel the transformation, but you feel like, whoa, I need to like process this, connect this. Well, yeah, because there's on. so much stuff that happens. It's not even just with the retreat attendees. It's us, you know, leading the retreat too, doing mm -hmm. the teachings and everything that goes into it. So it's really powerful because you do get a boost of energy when you do these things. When you're committed to choose something that you're going to do where you're in a space with the same intention, whether it's a mastermind, a retreat, you do have to have process time for that. And I feel like it's throughout the day too, especially if you're working with clients or being around a lot of people. If you don't have time to process it, you go into the next day and you feel like you're ungrounded. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of emotions that come up with that. And I think right now what's happening in the world, it's creating so many emotions. Like they might feel like my energy is off right now because I actually feel like last night I didn't really sleep. I actually feel a quietness. Like I don't have the same energy to present. And I think it's being aware of it and stating it. When you state the truth, when it comes out of your mouth, it moves energy in a powerful way. Exactly. And for me personally, like I feel like having this conversation is helping because it's moving energy. But if it was up to me today outside of the podcast, like what I'm going to do is I'm going to paint, I'm going to journal, I'm going to take a lot of time for myself. I can't give to, I don't have any clients today. So I can't really give to clients, but I can give to this conversation because we're doing this naturally anyways. We're talking like we would at home. Um, we are at home. We're just on video <laughs> camera. But, um, you know, there's a, there's a different energy out there. And it's funny because for a while, it's been how many years? Like a year or two that a lot has happened in the world right oh, now. Oh, yeah. It's going on I, For a while, I, I, it's almost like it didn't touch me. You know what I mean? Like I was like, oh, I'm, I'm in my power, I'm in my energy and I feel a certain way. And I took breaks and did that. Right now I'm in the space where, you know, when you speak up and speak your truth, it's almost like you have that feeling of a vulnerability hangover Yeah. when you speak your truth. So it's like, it's a powerful thing. You move a lot of energy, but when you speak your truth and use your throat chakra, it affects the heart too. Yes. It breaks the heart open. And that's what's, that's what I'm in the process of. And it's a powerful process because now is. you're open. And then what happens as you do that and you speak your truth and the authentic authenticity comes out, yeah. what is going to happen in your life? And we all know this unconsciously at least is more authenticity is going to happen outside of your world yeah. too. And sometimes that's going to look negative and sometimes yeah. that's going to look positive. And you have to be okay with both of that because we want to live a life that is true. And we only want people around us that are true. And we only want to be in projects yeah. and in businesses and in you know ex life experiences that are true to us, right? We That's all true. want that. So it's a powerful process, especially all of you listening to this and watching it because you're all growing every single day. So you're all the type of people that this year you sp you're speaking your truth more than you did last year. Yeah. Next year, it's going to be the same thing. And that comes to another point is 
you have to be aware that since you're constantly changing, the way that you recover, the way that you do your self-care is going to be constantly changing as well. Like I just came across a tip from Brendan Bouchard's book, oh, yeah. High Performance Habits, and it's transformed my life in the last month. I've been applying oh, yeah. it. It's I've like noticed. what I'm telling you all to do, experiment with ideas when they come to you through books, through intuition, and I think this one's powerful for you on a day-to-day -day basis, and it's called Release Tension, Set Intention. So with every transition that you have throughout your day, for example, like I have a morning routine, I work out, once I leave that routine, I'll just take a minute or two, whatever time I have, and I'll just do deep breathing and I'll, and I'll repeat release, release, release. So release, 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 release. And I'll say it in my head more times than not. And then after I feel like I've released the tension and I feel centered, it usually takes like a minute or so, a couple minutes, I'll set my intention for the next activity of the day. So as I leave my morning routine, I'm thinking, all right, my next activity is I'm either gonna go um, do some one-on-one -on -one calls, I'm gonna do, go do some reading and some research, or whatever I'm doing, I'll visualize that and I'll visualize the outcome and the energy, the feeling that I wanna have as I'm doing that. So I wanna bring all kinds of inspiration and focus and energy to my clients or to my study or whatever I'm doing. So you do this with every single transition that you have throughout the day. So Brendan, he recommends to do it at least every hour. <laughs> it might sound tedious, but the thing is, is um, it's a powerful process. And for me, it's working magic. Yeah, I definitely notice a difference when you have like that transition time, even if it's like one minute to take that time. So when we're talking about these breaks, it could literally be like a one minute thing that Tony just said that was an exercise that can transition you to the next thing. Other times it's a daily break. I would take definitely more than one time. You wanna take more than one break a day. Um, and then I would start off your morning slow and that's something that I'm working on is slowing down my morning time. Like I feel like that's really important because when I slow down, like when I'm on vacation, if we're like at like a, a, a beach place or you know whatever it is, I feel like I'm slowly waking up and making coffee and you know sitting outside and listening to the birds. Like that's something that I like to do. So it's more of that coming. So that could be your break too. So think about what kind of breaks you want to implement in your day or your week. And then also share with us anything that you do to kind of give yourself that breathing room for both your mind and your body. We hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we did. If you liked it, leave a five-star review on iTunes. And remember, subscribe to our YouTube channel too. If you can think of anyone else that would love this episode, share it with them right now on social media or email. And remember, getting results is a process of learning, applying, and reflecting. Stay consistent and continue to grow every day.